Hi, my name's Corey Ng. I'm currently 36 years old. This is Corey Ng. I don't, I don't say that out loud too much. I stopped counting after age 30. <laughs> the owner of Pot Luck Club, a restaurant in Chinatown. He now lives in Brooklyn, but comes to Manhattan's Chinatown every single day. I guess besides, I don't reside in Chinatown. My entire daily life is in Chinatown, and it's been like that for pretty much all my life. He's always been passionate about what he's doing, starting from the time when he was a little boy. I'm a hat person, and you know, I've been wearing a hat since I was in junior high school. His love of hats even got him in trouble. His mom was called to his high school because he wore a hat in class. She had to take the subway all the way from Lower Manhattan Chinatown to the Deep Bronx. They were just like, and I'm sure my mom was super pissed off, but like over a hat. My mom, you know what I'm saying? You're over a hat. And my mom's probably working and trying to provide for family. And you're like, yo, you're making me come to the school over a hat because you're not listening. He still loves hats, and he at least has hundreds of hats. It's part of his identity. But nothing compares to his love to his community, the place he grew up, where he spent time with his family, friends, and most importantly, his culture. In has harnessed that passion into his restaurant business, the Potluck Club. Potluck, phonetics thing. So Potluck is the English, Chinese name is Potluck. Pot is a hundred, and lock means celebration. So it kind of really works out. It's like a hundred, you know how like Chinese is poetic like that? It means a hundred celebrations or something like that, or a hundred happiness, something like that. We really loved it and we really loved that it kind of worked out with the phonetics of potluck. In a potluck, people gather and each contributes a dish to dinner. But at In's restaurant, he sees it as everyone brings something to the table. Maybe it's a good story, conversation, laughter, or even a problem you can talk about over the table. Ian and his friends started the business one and a half years ago. Their love of Chinese culture can be seen everywhere in the restaurant. The two little Shaolin monks poster, Chinese comic books, Lao Fuzi, round tables, the double happiness, and the huge Chinese calendar with some number tricks. And of course, the beauty of the date, uh, if you're familiar with Cantonese num numerals and a numeric kind of belief, it's uh, 128 because it's January 28th, and that's yat yi fa. So that just kind of means easy money, you'll be successful, uh, stuff like that. So Ian's mom was born in Taishan, China, and his dad comes from Hong Kong. They immigrated to the U.S. in the 1960s and lived in Manhattan's Chinatown ever since. Ying's most precious memories are from growing up in Chinatown, where he was immersed in Chinese culture. The Chinese New Year, for example, is his favorite holiday. I used to climb on balconies and 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 scaffolding to try to get a better aerial view of like all of this stuff, and like that used to be my favorite time of any day even though i hate you know we dread winter that day it's like very warm it's very welcome you know you go you dancing lions which blesses businesses family dim sum which brings people all together these were the things that resonated with ian growing up but these days the festival is not as big as it used to be especially with more residents leaving chinatown according to the new york city census in 2020 more than 3,500 Asians residents left Chinatown during the past decade, which accounts for a drop of 21.7%. And the majority who left 
are aged between 24 to 54. Like I said, I think a lot of the youth has left Chinatown. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just what's going on right now. You know, a lot of new young businesses aren't being built in Chinatown. For some Chinese Americans, leaving the old neighborhood might seem like a mark of success, but in wonders, at what cost? I know every kid that I grew up with, all my friends that I had when I was a teenager, um, a young teen, all graduate college, great college degrees. But what happens when you get a college degree? You get a corporate job. That's a natural route. When that happens, everyone leaves and Chinatown loses its culture. It loses its soul because no one's contributing to it anymore. The only people contributing to it are the people that are still here, which is honestly everyone over 65. In 2020, the percentage of Chinatown residents aged over 65 accounted for more than 20% of the population. The same data in 2010 is about 14%. The Potluck Club is operating from 5.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. through Wednesday to Friday, and three more hours at noon on weekends. The seats are fully booked every day. Zhan Chen is the co-owner of the restaurant, also the executive chef, and Inn's best friend. Chen is integrating his knowledge from culinary school into Cantonese food, which attracts a lot of young people. Why I think our food is a little bit more special is because it's just a kind of like a fresh lens into looking at food that we're all familiar with. I don't, I didn't change too much of what we have on the menu. It's just things that you're familiar with that have minor adjustments and tweaks to it where I feel could be better. He's taking all that knowledge and go, how do I take this knowledge and put it into Cantonese food, which is like really that's what's the root of our soul, right? Because that's what we've been eating all our years. Where can we take the roots of our culture, everything we've ever known about it, but also make it ours, make it ours and define it I'm not gonna say we're the definition of it, but define it for ourselves, but also express it to the community for the new generation. I've been eating this food my whole life, so one, I could say that I, I have some idea of what I, I want to do with it. So, and I still have a lot more I want to do with it. It's only been a year, where this is the beginning of the journey, and we'll see where it goes. Ian and his friends all grew up in Chinatown, and now they are proud of what they are doing to their community. Me and my team and my friends, we're very proud to be doing what we're doing in our community. We're not, we're going, we're not leaving, but we hope that there's a lot more of us, because it's going to take more, way more than five people to resurrect and to keep Chinatown thriving. It's gonna take thousands, ten thousands of us. And that's what it was like when our parents um, emigrated. There was thousands of people trying to continue. Onomatopoeia, Sounds Like New York, is a production of the Columbia Graduate School of Journalism. This episode was written and produced by me, Jace John. Joanne Farian is our professor and executive producer. Music by Blue Dot Sessions. Special thanks to Peter Leonard.